thoughts and ideas you hear on this show are just our opinions. We have no affiliation with any restaurant or business whatsoever. We are just two guys hanging out talking about food. Enjoy the show. Hey everyone, this is Tasty 219 Season 3 Episode Number 9. I'm Larry and I'm here per usual with Greg. Howdy. How's it going? Okay. Cool. I feel like I forgot how to do this. Uh, that's we, that's uh, quite true. Uh, apologize to the listeners. Uh, Larry had COVID for the first time, and he, yep. he was down for a good two and a half days. Pretty stoked that it was only that long. Yeah. I felt really horrible for a couple days. Um, then I went away, but then also my taste went away, and... That was the most miserable thing ever. Yeah. That, I hated that so much. That's wild how that affects people in different ways. Do you have your full taste back, do you think? I think. I yeah. think so, yeah. I hope so. Now, see, my mom had it back when I had it in February of 21, mm-hmm. and she still has a problem with smell and taste. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she'll always say, I don't know if this is going to taste good. And then I'll taste it. I'm like, Mom, this is, like, really good how you always make it. So, yeah. But she she's still struggling with that. So then after you uh, had your COVID, mm-hmm. I tested positive. Yep. Um, and this is my second time with it. Uh, totally different than my first time. It was... I'm going to say mild, and I know my mom is listening, and she's laughing, because when I say that that this time, she's like, you don't know, you don't remember how you were at the beginning of this. She goes, you never come home and sit down and take a nap. And she goes, that's when I knew something was wrong with you. (laughs) So I had, I guess the first day I was groggy and and that, but I was not down for the count like I was when I had it in February of 21 for sure. That That was bad. But this time, I could not get a negative reading to save my life. I felt good, you know, I was like ready to go, didn't, you know, I could do stuff, and um, I just couldn't get that negative reading to go back to work, so I finally got that, Uh, had had a while where I could start talking normally, so that wouldn't have been a fun podcast with me talking weirdly, so. Sure. Yeah, so it's good to be back, Uh, nice to see you. Thank you. As always. Uh, you got a fresh new haircut, looking good. I wouldn't say it's new. I got it last week, but thank you. Yeah, but whatever. So um, I want to talk quickly about um, our listeners emailing us and giving us comments and stuff. While we've been out on our little COVID break, uh, we got an email from a listener, Teresa in Valparaiso. Okay. And uh, she says... I'd like to see an episode with a food truck on the rolling... No, I take that back. (laughs) (laughs) I'm reading it, and I'm, like, making up my own words. I'm going to start over. Okay. I'd like to see an episode with a food truck or the rolling stone baker. Something a little different than fine dining with a smiley face. I don't know how much we do fine dining, actually. I think we make... Every place look like fine dining. Fair. How about that one? Uh, all right. That's <laughs> something. I don't, I mean, we have been to fine dining places for sure a lot of times, but. We do. We do a lot of pretty standard stuff too. Yeah. I do, blah, blah, blah. blah. I'm, I can't talk either. This is going to be a train wreck of an episode. Because either <laughs> of us talk. Um, I would love to do some food trucks. Yeah. Uh, I think the ideal time for that is when um you see these food truck festivals yeah didn't it happen already well there's multiple ones i've seen one out at sunset hill in valpo i've seen one in downtown griffith at their central park i think that happened 
a while ago. Yeah. You just got, I, I think they're going to be more prevalent in the fall. Sure. I think the fall is more the craft and street fairs and that type thing. Sure. So sure. yeah, we'll be on the lookout for that. And then I also think they're at um, the Cedar Lake Farmer's Market. So, and that's still been on our radar. We were going to go the one time and we went past it and it was the most insane amount of people I've ever seen. Yeah, that's um, something I think we need to get there early for, for sure. Yes, we, um, we'll, we'll make that happen sometime. I don't know how that'll work with it being so busy, you know? I mean, because our, our goal is to, like, talk to some of the vendors. So, sure. I don't know. We'll see how that works. Anyway. So, going into um, the tasting of our local brewery beer. Oh, yeah. What do we got this week, Larry? We have Acid Snacks by Foreign Local. And explain where Foreign Local is for those who don't know. is where Sour Note used to be. And that is very special to us because that's probably the first place where we had sour beers and got turned on to them, don't you think? The very first time I had a sour beer was at a friend's house in about 2015. And at the time, I actually really didn't drink any beer. He's like, I have a sour. Do you want to try it? And I'm like, I guess. And I tried it. And I'm like, this is disgusting, and I hate you. Um, so I don't know what changed why I like them now, but okay, true. <laughs> so, anyway, it's a it's so a blackberry you... uh, custard sour, which sounds like I'm gonna love it. Yeah, and I've had one of their beers. I'm gonna open this. So we like everything local. Uh, you know, that's our focus on the show. Um, I like the name of the the beer, Foreign Local, and it's uh, a nice um, branding. Um, mm-hmm. This can screams out Taylor Sopko to me when I look at because it because it's like it's purple and it's got like some. I guess kind of miserable dark art on it. Yeah, it looks that. like witches and skulls, and it's very cool. I do like this very big much. hair. Yeah, so yeah, uh, it's a very attractive can. I like it. Uh, and let's talk a little bit about how we found this beer, where we found it, sure. who recommended the place. The very first time I had a foreign local beer was at Square Roots because their beer list is always super bonkers. Can I? Try this before I carry on with that? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. As, as I put it to my lips and was going to try it. <gasps> oh. The color is a beautiful purple. It's cloudy. I get the blackberry notes. I for get the, sure. the, the creamy vanilla too. The creamy vanilla at the end. This might be my favorite beer we've ever done on the show. I it's, absolutely love this. It's a, it's a good one. It's so refreshing. We were having dinner. I don't remember if I was with you or if I was with somebody else. I was at Square Roots. And um, actually, Kyle, the GM there, recommended that to me. And I'm like, okay, for sure. I'm into that. Can we shout out Kyle real quick? What's he, up, dude? He has always been so friendly to us. I've known Kyle for... The better part of my entire life, we went to elementary school together. When we were kids, we used to go to summer camp together. Um, I've known him for a very, very, very long time. I've done stuff for um, things he does outside of work at my job for him. Uh, Yeah, he's a super good dude. Always really nice to us. Always visits our table, asks us how everything was. Uh, Just a wonderful human being that actually cares about what he does. Yeah. I I just, I I feel important every time I go eat there. It's so nice. He'll go on about like his super busy, hectic life. Yeah. And he's like smiling and I'm like, how are you not miserable, (laughs) dude? So, I mean, respect for that. That's that's nuts. Yeah. Anyway, so that was the first time I had a foreign local. Um, I had never seen. I, I maybe I have seen them in liquor stores here and there, or whatever. But yesterday I was at home, and I was drinking a uh, a rainbow sherbet sour from Prairie out of Oklahoma. Oklahoma, Oklahoma. yes. And I sent a picture of the can to my good buddy Darren, um, and I'm like, "You ever had this?" And he's like, yeah, it's awesome. We ever had this, and he sent me some other can, and we are just talking about beer. 
And then he goes, if you're ever in Porter, go to Pat's Liquors. They have the most insane beer spread, and you can get everything in a single can, no matter what it is. You can break it out of the four-pack and just buy one can, which is the coolest thing, because there's times when you get some wild beer, and you don't like it. I'm like, shoot, I got three more of these. Yeah. So that is huge. Or it's hard to find Yeah. a like, local beer. You know, if you yeah. don't know where they outlet their product, mm. it can be very difficult. But um, now, when, seemingly everyone puts their beer in there. Yeah. Now, when you hear that, you think that the place would be huge. And it's a tiny place. But they have product Sky high. Yeah, and it's merchandise well. It was clean. It was organized. The lady was was, super friendly. Yeah, it was a very uh, worthwhile stop, and we appreciate that. When he mentioned it, I'm like, I would love to check this out. So we were in Porter, or near Porter, for this episode's restaurant. I'm like, well, let's stop there. And we pull in, and I'm like, it's this place? This is the place? This is on a corner around... Nothing. Yeah. And it looks like a like a small garage. Like, it's so little. And I was blown away by that place. Yeah. And we found that um that peach crumble sour that you like so much there. Yes. That was... Um, I first got turned on to that in our Eska Kitchen episode. And uh, like you just said about this beer, that was probably one of the tastiest sours that I've ever had. And my son, nice. my son and Devin from Two Mics in One Basement were out at 1056 Brewing in Knox. And we paid a visit out there last weekend for our friend Gina's birthday. Oh, yeah, we did. And they told me that they had that peach crumble on tap. Well, when we went there last weekend, it's one of those that is rotating and sure. they didn't have it on the menu anymore and i was kind of bummed so when you found this peach crumble today i was like very happy so that's chilling in the refrigerator and i'll either have that tonight or tomorrow and uh thank you so much for that sure so yeah um real uh, again huge shouts to kyle from square roots not just from introducing me to foreign local beer but just for being a super genuine nice dude yes um big shouts to darren for the same thing for being a super genuine nice dude and telling me about this liquor store yeah and um and a million other things yeah he was on my other show this week but that's neither here nor there yeah and shout out to my mom for emailing in i thought that was so funny because (laughs) literally i sit next to her in the living room every evening on our laptops and we talk and all kinds of stuff and to get that email from her i had no idea she was sending it so that was pretty funny she sent you an email in the room with you no, she sent it to the Tasty no, Two and Nine page. But while you were in the room with her, no, I don't know about that. Oh, but so I'm like, she couldn't I would have just have like looked she... over and be like, "Hey." <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I thought. I thought she would have said that, but <laughs> it was it was funny, and we we always appreciate the emails, and uh, especially our number one fans, our moms. That's probably true. Yeah, I think it is. <laughs> My mom made a, a shrimp creole dinner and it looks awesome and she's like texting me the recipe and some pictures of it and she goes look what i'm making for dinner and i'm like are you gonna ask me if i want to come over and have some of this because i do and she didn't my favorite part of that was when she uh showed you the recipe and said shrimp creole for two <laughs> almost like a subliminal message is like no you're not coming <laughs> well that's well because that's that was like the name of the recipe so i'm like okay there's only enough for them so but I was uh, I was really hoping that that was going to happen, and she will hear this for sure. So it's okay. Can I talk about something really wild for a minute? And you say this; it's a compliment from you, and you say this a lot. And finally, it's sticking into my head. So since January one, I've been on Weight Watchers, right? I wanted to bring this up. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, well, you can. Oh. I'll let you. You are the first person in history who has lost 50 pounds after they became a food blogger. <laughs> For real. I, I just hit 56 pounds 
last That's so last cool last Thursday at weigh in. Now I haven't mentioned it to anyone in Weight Watchers yet, but I I'm getting to that point. I where, feel like that might be like taunting and mean. Well, no, I I feel like <laughs> you know what I mean though. No, I I feel like it be be an inspiration because I'm constantly oh, saying true. That's true. that. I don't deprive myself. Now I irritate you, I think, and our and friends. Tons of levels. Yeah. <laughs> when I, I'll, I'll do one of these. I'll be like, "Oh, can I have a bite of that? And can I have a bite of that?" And you're like, oh, "Sure." But doing that helps me satisfy just that little craving that I might have, and. It's become enough for me. Where if I just I've have never related to something less before. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's something new in my life for sure. And if you notice, I have not I don't think I can't recall the last time that I finished a meal. I mean, like today. Yesterday. What did we have? Dinner. I made lasagna for your birthday. Okay. Well, that's different. That was a splurge for sure. And, okay. um, you know, I got to That was work- a big splurge because my lasagna is ridiculous. <laughs> it is really, it really is, good. I didn't mean ridiculous like that. I mean ridiculous. Like the amount of meat and cheese and pasta in my lasagna is absurd. You could probably make two lasagnas out of it. Yeah. It was really good. And I thank you for making that. Yeah, sure. It's easy. Uh, it's been hard not to dive into the leftovers for sure. But I, I'm doing good with that. And uh, it just goes to show that you can control yourself with what you eat and still enjoy food. And I enjoy relaying that experience. That might be a good thing to bring up to some of them because you're like, hey, I eat like very well, like publicly. It's a thing that I do. And I still lost 50 plus pounds so y'all can do that too yeah well that's what i that's what i i think i'm getting to that point where i feel comfortable that it's not a fluke you know that it's just something that i've learned to do um and i think i'm gonna be uh close to sharing that in my meeting they might kick me out but who knows why would they kick you out i don't know for just like waving amazing food and people like, hey, look. <laughs> That's what I meant by like, it might be like taunting because people see him like, oh, oh, I want that. Yeah, but I don't know. So, um, it's like doing drugs in like a rehab house. <laughs> anyway, we should probably talk about this restaurant. Well, we had a lot to catch up on. <laughs> That's so. true. It was also your birthday the other day. It was my birthday on Tuesday. So, yeah. yeah. And so that uh, was cool. Going into that, like, uh, my mom was real good. I said, you know, it's a Tuesday, and my weigh-ins are on Thursday. So I said, I really don't want to do anything big, you know. Uh, I'd rather wait till Thursday. Thursday night's usually my cheat night after weigh-in. Yeah. And then Friday or Saturday, we usually do something for the show. And so I said, hold off till Thursday, and she did. And um, she made a Czechoslovakian meal for for me on Thursday night, uh, we had pork roast, sauerkraut, and dumplings. And that sounds awesome. Yeah, it's really good. But you know, the only bad part of that is the dumplings. You know, the pork roast is protein, and then the sauerkraut that's really good. So yeah, I enjoyed that. And then uh, last night, you made lasagna and had a gathering of friends uh, in the evening, and we had an enjoyable time and. Um, yeah, so I've enjoyed my birthday very much and I appreciate everybody in my life. Cool. That's, that's nice. Are we done talking about this beer from? I thought we were, we haven't been for a while. That's all right. The foreign local beer. I love it. Yeah. I I, love it. I'd like this one too. Cool. So So moving, uh, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you're good, man. So moving on to our feature, uh, location that we're doing our podcast on this week. Yes. We decided to go to Gastro 49 Pub and Eatery. Yes. That's at 361 North Calumet Road in Chesterton. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Their Facebook, you can find them at Gastro 49 Pub and Eatery. They've been open for about five years, which I was surprised at that. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I, I thought it was a lot shorter than that, but uh, our server, Tyler, she informed us that it's been open about five years. 
Their hours are Monday through Saturday, 11 to 9, and Sunday, 1 to 7. Right on. What was your first impression, Larry? The outside is sick. Both sides of the building have this like brand new, super vibrant, colorful murals painted on both sides. And it's very, very cool. It is. It's very artsy, almost like graffiti. Totally. Yeah. Um, it reminded me of that area down in Rensselaer uh, by Fenwick Farms and Embers. Sure. Uh, yeah. yeah where there's a lot of just like murals and street art and stuff. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that's a good term, street art. Um, yeah. Uh, it was very inviting. It brings your eyeballs to their establishment for, for sure. sure. You can't go past it and not be like, oh, whoa, what is that? Yeah. Um, the inside continued that artsy look on their walls inside. Yeah, but in a different way for sure. It wasn't the same like aesthetic or style of the outside, but it was still, there was still a lot going on. Yeah. They had that popular gray planking floor. Sure. And, um, they had wood. I don't remember any metal here. Um, Not the same kind of wood. It was like old time. It was, it was almost old, like a 70s kind of wood. Yeah, it, it wasn't like reclaimed barn wood or like the... It looks like they may have renovated an older establishment. Sure. Yeah, the wood was like really old. And when you walked in the door, uh, there was like family seating to the right, and then the bar seating was to the left, but it was open, so you could see both. Yes. They had a bar that seated eight people. Um, and the, another thing that caught my eye was the red and white stained glass lighting fixtures above all yeah, the stations. Cool. It, it fit with that mural theme and artsy and um, like it, almost like a modern modern art vibe. Sure. Like where creative people would go. Okay. I don't know. That's the vibe that I got. Okay. I don't have anything else to add about impressions. They have that big, bright-ass um, Three Floyds sign with that ominous red glow to it that you see all over. Uh-huh. And I always associate it with Franklin House. Franklin House is a very special place to me. So I saw that. I'm like, oh, it's familiar. Yeah. I like this. How often have you seen that? Oh, like every A lot of places world, yeah, have they, that? Yeah. Um, it just it stood out there because a lot of their bar signs weren't glowing insanely red, so yeah. it, just, it popped a lot. So I noticed it right away. Yeah, it kind of matched those uh, lighting fixtures that yeah, I was that talking was cool. about. So then we move on to our server and service. Sure, we had a a really um, friendly, informative server. Her name was Tyler. She also acted as the bartender. Mm-hmm. Um, she had a very calming effect on the whole whole meal for me. I mean, she wasn't um, pushy. No, not at all. Not pushy at all. And I'll, but but yet at the same time, was a good level of service. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, all ready to make suggestions. Uh, Liked our picks and liked that type of thing. And other than that, I really don't have anything else to add about it. It was really a good service experience for yeah. me. Oh, yeah. She was great. Nothing negative to say whatsoever. Sure. Um, this is where we found out an interesting fact, though, that I had no idea before we went. She approached the table, and she had a big-time Burgers and Brew t-shirt on. Sure. And you mentioned that the menu looked familiar to you. Yeah, there's a lot of parallels between them. And I looked at you and I said, you know, you may be smarter than you look. Jackass. And you, yeah, you got that uh, offended look as always. But (laughs) that's a term of endearment for me. So um, I boldly asked her, I said, are you affiliated with Big Time Burgers and Brew? And she said... The gentleman that owns that is a part owner in this. Mm -hmm. So then I got to think it to myself, is this going to be a boring review where it sounds exactly like that one? 
And I purposely said to myself, I am not going to order the same things just in case it is the same food. Sure. But as we went on, they may have had the same items, but they were different. So I feel better about this review. Okay. And so with that being said, we ordered our drinks. Mm-hmm. And I ordered the house sangria which I also did at Big Time Burgers and Brew, and so I got home and I checked my notes, and they were totally different sangrias. Cool. That's cool. So, yeah, I was relieved about that. So this sangria had house red wine, peach schnapps, apple liqueur, simple syrup, orange juice, fresh fruit. That That's how it was described on the menu. It was a good sangria, I wouldn't say it was served with fresh fruit. It had a slice of orange on it. I mean, that is fresh fruit. And so I'm going to say this, this. To me, a sangria has lots of fruit in it. Like floating in it? Yeah. Chunks of apples, chunks of pears, chunks of strawberries, something. And I said this at the Big Time Burgers and Brew one where they didn't serve any fruit in theirs either. So, yeah, that was a little disappointing. The sangria was good. The the serving with the fruit, it lacked for me. Okay. And what did you have to drink? I had a Blackberry Long Island. It was beautiful. I love the way that you could see the fruit floating mm-hmm. in it uh, from across the table. So I'll let you go ahead and describe it's just, it. Sorry. It's vodka, rum, gin, blackberry liqueur, triple sec, fresh blackberries, sour mix, and Sierra Mist. I did not know there was Sierra Mist until just now when I read through yeah. that. <laughs> um, I was between a couple things, and she said that, and I look, and I'm like, it is 1230. I have no business drinking a Long Island at 1230. But I'm like, yeah, well, whatever. And I got it anyway, and it was delicious. Yeah. And the guy at the table behind us had the exact same conversation with her. He's like, ah, oh, it's fine. Who cares how early it is? I'm getting this Long Island. <laughs> I'm like, hey, man, cool. <laughs> <laughs> and it was served in their um, house like, glass with their a logo on it. glass with their logo on it. And I think you have a beautiful picture of it up on our I Instagram mm-hmm. and Facebook. It's there. Oh, I, I want to interject here. I love that because uh, we break up the socials uh, on our podcast. You do Instagram yes. and I do Facebook. Uh, I just want to say I love when the Instagram automatically posts to our Facebook page. You know, so I don't have to worry about the pictures. I appreciate what you do in that aspect. Sure. So it's- thank you for that. I don't have to do anything twice. It's very easy. Just it, does it on its own. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, and props to you. You only had one drink today. That makes me sound terrible. Uh, but that no, it's not terrible. But that goes to the twelve thirty type thing. Okay. You you weren't revved up and ready to go. So we move on to the apps, and um, I'm training my mind as we go along with these podcasts to look for the different and unique things rather than the same old, you know, cause you know me, I love crab cakes. And I, if, if there's a crab cake on the menu, I want to order it. Sure. And not everyone has crab cakes. No, but a lot of people do. That's not my point. But so this one, they had 10 appetizers and to me, eight of them were appetizers. You could get on other, all 10 of them were appetizers. You could get on other, other menus menu for sure. Well, I don't know about that. So I decided you're going to pick one and I'm going to pick one. And the one that we both wanted, they did, were out of. Yes. They were Reuben egg rolls. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so that was disappointing. Um, and I ended up going with the pulled pork mac and cheese. It was smoked pulled pork, bacon, house-made bechamel sauce, and Parmesan baked to a golden brown, and they used those corkscrew noodles. It was velvety and creamy, delicious and comforting. It was the best mac and cheese that I've had out. It was that good. That's super bold to say. It was. I'm usually very disappointed with mac and cheese out because it's usually on the dry side. Or lacks in the cheese flavor. 
This one was really good. Uh, I had to uh, hold myself back from eating it all so, um, you know, I could eat more later on. And I brought half of it home. But it was delicious. And props to that app. I thought it was very okay. Yeah, you were disappointed, I know. What 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 about it didn't hit your fancy for mac and cheese? Um, I've just I've seen it so many times before. Like pulled pork mac and cheese is not yeah. rare or different or special. And it was good. It, it was pretty. It was on like that cool skillet with that plank of wood. It looked it was presented very very well. Yeah. It was good for yeah. sure. Yeah. But <clears throat> to me it was just fine. I think something that could have amped it up, and I'm being nitpicky here, but uh, maybe if they drizzled a little barbecue sauce over the top, that sure. that would have amped it up a little bit. But it was perfect for me. Like I said, I would go back there for that just at lunchtime. It was so good. So um, what did you have as your app? Pulled pork tachos, which is <laughs> another thing that you've seen prior. Yeah. Um yeah, tots, you know, they were fun when they were come out as a change, but they're kind of overdone now, I feel like. Well, I mean, no, tots are like one of the more perfect things you can eat. They're easy. They're delicious. You can do anything to them, and I love them. But uh, they just sounded really good in the moment, so I ordered them, and they came out, and I looked, and I'm like, oh, yeah, tachos, shit. <laughs> um, they were good, though. Yeah, the pulled pork was good on it. Mm-hmm. Um. The tomatoes were good. It had an entire tomato, like it did. not it, like a whole tomato, but like they a whole tomato diced on top of it. It was uh, so much tomato, which is cool because I love tomatoes. And I don't care. Yeah, you could have easily shared this with four people. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it was good. Um, this jars my memory, um, and I've already said we we went out to ten fifty six brewing last weekend yeah. and we're not going to do a show on it because they are in five, seven, four area code. And this is a uh, uh, tasty two and nine podcast, by the way. Um, <laughs> but we need, I think we need to talk about their tots for a second. It they was had PB and J tots. Yeah. Peanut butter and jelly tots. And, and on paper, that's, kind of gross right yeah. but i saw them and i'm like i need to know yeah i gotta know and i got them and they were sick like it was cool man it worked yeah I, i'm with you there it worked um the peanut butter was hot and almost melty yeah totally with that strawberry jam so it was you had the salty and the sweet working together and everything there came out as it was made, you know, yeah. they made it and brought it out so it was hot and good. Um, it was one of those things where I, I took one and dipped it in the stuff and ate it. And I'm like, hmm, hmm, I need to go back for another. And, you know, like I said, we were with friends, Gina and Jordan. And, um, you know, we we always split stuff. It's more fun that way. So, yeah. But I, talking about tots, I, I had to mention those because sure. they were very sure. different. I liked it. I thought it was fun. Yeah. Um, do you have anything else to say about your tachos? No, they were, I mean, they were good. They taste really good. It yeah. was, uh, I mean, it's honestly, it's going to be the same tachos you've had in your life, but that's not discrediting them. They were good. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. So then we go to salad or soup. Um, they had something that I've never seen before, so I had to try it. It was a cream of zucchini oh, soup. That's right. And we got one and we shared it, or you had a taste. I, had a I taste should of say. It. Um, that was nuts. It yeah. was so insanely good. It wasn't what I was expecting by any means. It was all. It was a pureed zucchini. Yeah. So there was no chunks or slices or anything like that. Um, it was tasty. There was some heat to it. I don't know where that came from. It wasn't like a heat. It was a, a zip. Yeah. It was real zippy. For real. What's the difference between a heat and a zip? Spice. It's, it's like the difference between like spicy and like zesty. You know? What? It's funny. It was zippy. For real. It was zippy. It was. Um, it was a beautiful green color. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I think maybe some pieces of zucchini would have been nice or grated zucchini on the top. Um, it was served with oyster crackers, which we didn't use. Um, the taste of it was excellent. The execution lacked a little bit. The flour in the roux was a little bit clumpy, and I kept getting these clumps of flour throughout it. Um, but it didn't detract from it. No, the flavor of it was so bonkers. It's so different. Yeah, the flavor of it was different, and it was refreshing. It reminded me of broccoli almost. It was very, very good. If they sold buckets of it, I would be like, well, I'll take a few. Yeah, it was good. It was very good. So then we go on to our entrees. Yes. And I was excited, and talking about the Weight Watcher thing, you know, buns and bread and that type of thing are, you know, very limited. So I found a quesadilla burger, which was Cheddar Jack, uh, Bacon Bits, House-Made Pico de Gallo, uh, Spicy Mexican Ranch Drizzle on a burger and instead of a bun, it was served in between two flour tortillas. Very strange, I think. It was so good. And I felt like I stuck to my program. Of course, I brought half home and ate half there. Uh, the burger part, I talk about this all the time with burgers, sure. that they need to be salt and peppered more most of the time. This was flavored very, very well. Um, the burger itself was good. I could have taken it out and eaten that like that. But with everything else, it was good. It was a good burger, and I'm glad I picked it. Good, good. It almost uh, inspired me for another one. I thought they could do the same thing but call it a fajita burger and have fajita vegetables on it served that way sure, but yeah cool, i appreciated it served on those tortillas and i i thoroughly yeah, it was, enjoyed it, was it. Neat. yeah and you you said when i ordered it, you thought it would be messy but it really wasn't i really did think it would be messy yeah it was it was good cool that's and what you decide to get i got uh a pb and j time burger which is exactly what it sounds like um smoked bacon creamy peanut butter and some jam mixed greens gouda cheese and a burger how was it? Good. Yeah? Yeah. Um, peanut butter on a burger is nothing new. I've had peanut butter on a burger a hundred times in the last ten years. Isn't that on Franklin House's house burger? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they do it at, um, what's it, that place in Lafayette was the first place I ever had it. Um, what's it called? I know what you're talking triple about. X. Triple X. That's so crazy that their merch and their logo, it's the word triple and three X's. So, yeah. like, is it nine X's? <laughs> like, can, could, wouldn't it just be the word triple and one X or just the three X's? <laughs> Why both? That's crazy. <laughs> anyway, that's not relevant, but I had to say that. Well, it's six in your head, so they're accomplishing what yeah, they it's want. Not, it's not a positive thing. Like, oh, well, that's <laughs> stupid. Um. Anyway. I've had peanut butter on a burger plenty of times. I can't ever recall having jelly on a burger. Really? No. And uh, it's strange, for sure. You you taste it. It is there. It's the burger patty gets it hot, so it's drippy and a big mess. But uh, it's good. And what did you already say what kind of jelly it was? Almost, let's see. The menu just says jam, but I'm almost positive it was grape. Yeah. 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 But it was good. Um, I got the house-made potato chips with it, and they were very good. Um, probably nine times out of ten, maybe eight times out of ten, if I see house-made chips as an option, probably going to get them because I love them. You know, that's a thing we share. I I look out for those, too. And, of course, whenever they say chips, I ask. I say, do you make those in-house? And... Pardon me. <coughs> and hats off to them. They uh, showcased a lot of different things that they did in-house. The pico de gallo, they made sure that they said they made that in-house. Mm-hmm. The bechamel sauce, they said they made sure they made that in-house. Sure. Uh, the chips, when I asked, they made those themselves. The p- sweet potato fries, they made those themselves. So hats off to that. Um did you mention the sweet potato fries? Huh? Did you mention your sweet potato fries? Uh, it's in the side section, which oh. you led into, which oh. is fine. It's oh, a okay. perfect segue. Sure. Um, 
But your chips, they were good. They were good. I really liked them. They were good. And as Larry mentioned, my side, uh, you know, I mentioned that I tried to order different things than we got at Big Time Burgers and Brew. And if you recall from that episode, that was one of my favorite things. I don't was, remember a lot about that episode because it was a while ago. Right? It I was. I think it was season two, right? Uh, I can't recall. Um, the sweet potato fries were so good at Big Time Burgers and Brews. I said, you know what? Heck with it. I'm going to get them again because I loved them that much. But they were different here. They were still good. They were cut smaller, more like fries than wedges like I got there. Yeah. Um, they were crunchy on the outside, soft in the center. They were good. Um, they These weren't served with a condiment sauce or, or whatever like they were at Big Time Burgers and Brew. Um so I'm glad I got them because they were different. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would have liked some type of dipping sauce, maybe like a cinnamon, some type of cinnamon butter thing okay. or uh, cinnamon aioli, if you will. Oh, piss off. <laughs> Larry's working on a fun fun new design for a shirt for uh, rolling out season four, and uh, that's just a little teaser. Uh, it's a... a, a a thing that he has with Brioche and Aeoli. So look for that in the merch store come season four. So, yeah. Uh, so we talked about our entrees and well, sides. I want to say that I don't hate Brioche and Aeoli. No, I know. It's it's everywhere because it's delicious. No. Um, my burger was on toasted brioche and it was good. Yeah. Um, it's on, it, it blah, blah, blah. Everyone uses Brioche and Aeoli because it's good. But if you listen to the show, you already know I'm very, very, very tired right. of seeing it everywhere I look. Right. So everywhere. It's appropriate to have a merch item that expresses you and our show. Sure. So yeah. just like if you the- uh if you share the same sentiment about being burnt out on Brioche Aeoli, it'll be there. And I know a, a lot of people who feel the same way. <laughs> but also <laughs> you know what I'm thinking about right now? Remember, Aioli. no, remember when we were in the car and we were listening to the radio and this uh announcer guy was Briachi, yeah, and was t- uh, you know, how they speak commercials sometimes, yeah, and he was explaining this sandwich at some somewhere, somewhere, yeah, and he goes, Briachi roll, and he said, Aoli, a funny way, too. And I mean, Aoli is a weird word, yeah. If you're going to be a speaker on the radio, right. know how to pronounce and, like, words. There was someone like the post-production people who did the editing and the processing and stuff to it. I think maybe that guy might just been like, maybe dislikes the dude that recorded it. And is like, <laughs> screw this guy. I'm going to embarrass him. And I'm gonna, this is, we're putting this out or something like that. I don't know. Because there's no way nobody caught that. <laughs> anyway, um, I, I do like it and I will eat it for sure. It's just, it's tired. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the point of the show where we usually take a little break before we talk about dessert. Um, So we thank you for listening, and uh, it's great to be back with you. And Wait, do we we always take the break before dessert? Well, a lot of times we bring dessert home, remember? And we go get it, and then we eat it. Oh, sure. Yeah. I think it's usually right before dessert. Okay. Fair enough. Sorry. No? I don't know. I should know. I don't know why I'm not certain. Okay. It's fine. All right. So we'll catch you on the flip side. All right. Here we are. How was your break? Good. Good. Good, good, good. So we go on to, and we're uh, evaluating Gastro 49 Pub and Eatery in Chesterton, Indiana today. Um, And we're on to the dessert section. Correct. So, Larry picked a strawberry angel kiss cake. Yes. I love strawberry stuff. Uh, it's like a, It was supposed to be like this creamy, like, tres leche style strawberry cake. And I saw it. I'm like, yes, I need this. But they didn't have it. Right. They didn't have it. <coughs> Sorry. That's okay. <coughs> and uh, so, the only other thing they had was a chocolate Oreo cake. Sure. We got that. It, it, was, uh, it uh, looked really nice when it came out. Right, and again, they 
uh, accentuated or accented that they make their cakes in-house. So that that's a plus. Um, it was a substantial piece Huge of cake, piece. three layers, and um, it was uh, filled with this chocolate, um, almost almost like a Cool Whip type frosting, maybe. Sure, something like that. Like the uh, the Oreo Whip at yeah, Ricochet. Exactly, but more solid, more frostingy. Yeah, yeah, that's a perfect perfect analogy there. Um, I was very disappointed in this. Um, it was really, really dense. And you mentioned you thought that it came out of the refrigerator. Which, no, like, and for sure, you keep food in the refrigerator. I totally get it. Yeah, but, but it tastes it tasted like a refrigerator. Yeah, but cakes don't have any business in a refrigerator, unless your frosting is going to go bad. And it might. It, it could have, I guess. I don't but, know. Yeah, but I. Oh, it was plated beautifully. It had like a chocolate drizzle all over this big square white plate. It looked really nice. Yeah. Um. Really liked that. I went to stick my fork in it and had to push quite hard to get it in. And yeah. then once it went in, it was fine. And like, um, it wasn't chewy or weird or anything. Like, it was just a really dense cake, which is, I mean, kind of yeah. normal. Yeah, it was really dense and almost flavorless for me. I mean... You expected that frosting to be sweet and taste like Oreo cookies, and it really didn't to me. And the cake was just okay. I, I think we each took two bites and brought the rest home, uh, hoping to leave it out and maybe soften it up a little bit or something. True. I don't know. It was, yeah. It was a bit of a bummer, but... Uh, like I said, it was a substantial size piece. That's cool. You could I never... the portion a lot. I like the presentation of it a lot. I didn't like the cake a lot, though. Right. So that leads us into the final category of presentation. Uh, and you hit uh, my my first thing right off the bat. Uh, the portions there are substantial. Um, the entrees were served on those metal rectangular trays with that butcher paper lining that we've talked about I like before. That. I do, too. It, I like the butcher paper scenario because... Um, I was able to wrap my burger in it, and it was like, yeah, it was great. You see this at barbecue places a lot. Yes, yeah, it work. It works. Um, there was a plenty to take home, um, and I also have down that my sangria needed more fruit. Sure. Um, other than that, I don't have anything else on presentation. You? Uh, not particularly. Um. Everything looked cool. It was nice. Um, nothing was ugly by any means. No. At all. Nothing no. was ugly. No. Um, nothing was spectacular, but it's also like uh, a gastropub. It was just like a bar with like solid burgers. That's what a gastropub is. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, if you go in there inspect and like expecting to be wild with presentation, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like a... Burgers, handhelds, yeah, soup, salad, yeah, that type. It's, of thing. I mean, it's a a really good example of what a gastropub is for sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I mean, if you're going there expecting to be blown the hell away by a beautiful plate, then don't do that. But at the same time, it was it was um it wasn't lacking by no means no either. not at yeah. all. But yeah. like you. Just like, well, I don't know what I'm trying to say. I know what you're saying. I know um, what you're saying. Cool, but there's a bunch of other people listening who don't know what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, yeah I'll it's it not that, fine dining. Oh, no, totally. Gastropubs yeah. aren't fine dining. Yeah. Like, the actual yeah. definition of a gastropub is a bar with, like, good food. Yeah. Um, And it's, a gastropub is more or less just, like, elevated bar food. And that's totally cool. Yeah. It's everyone likes that. Anyone can go there and be like, "Oh, I like I, I there's something on this menu I want. This is cool. I like that." It's more like a local hangout type place, right? I mean, you don't go travel to a gastropub. I mean, I'm sure there are some in the world that are like renowned and crazy, but like no, it's yeah, it's like They're a, like neighborhood they're yes, hangouts. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so then we go on to our other notes, if we have any. And I have three, actually, for here. 
Okay. I don't have any because I don't take notes. Um, uh, one of these I've already hit on. The app portions were very shareable. In fact, on their menu, I think instead of appetizers, they did say shareables. They are called shareables. They're not called appetizers. Right. True. Right. So I didn't consider that. We probably should have only got one. Well, it's always good to get. Well, yeah, because we have stuff to, to talk about. That, yeah. And I get that. But. Yeah. And you can always bring it home. Like that mac and cheese is in the fridge. I'll probably have Tantos that for are lunch. Tacos in the fridge. Half yeah. of our burgers are in the fridge. Yeah. Half <laughs> have that for lunch tomorrow or something. Sure. The portions were super large. Uh, I also noted that they had a cute, 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 cute deck with like um, gazebo sidings. And they had those um, white string up lights. Um, they had, I'd say, approximately 10 or 12 tables out there. Sure. And that deck faces Calumet Avenue, so you can watch the traffic go by. The root beer stand is right next door. The That's port. right, and I wanted to go there afterwards. Uh, Shoot, no, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't catch no, that. I remember vibe on the way it. in, I'm like, "All right, Rupert, stand cool." But I mean, whatever. I was also miserably full by the time we left, so it didn't matter. You usually are. <laughs> that uh, most people are full when they leave the restaurant. Yeah, that's one thing I, I've like trained myself not to, unless it's like overly good. That you know. We are incredibly different people. Portionate. Ha- well, I was that person before just, where... If I'm eating something good, I'm just going to keep eating it. I felt like I had to finish my plate. And I think that's from growing up. That's how my parents were. You know, if you take something, you finish it. Um, And then uh, I also know that they offered beer flights, which was nice. Yeah. 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 We didn't take advantage of that today, but... Um, yeah. No, and their, uh, their beer, beer spread was pretty solid. Yeah. Yeah, there's some cool stuff. They were out of a lot. Sure, but that, yeah. that happens. There's the, the CO2 thing going on. A lot of places are going to be out of stuff. Yeah, it's a so. good, good thing to bring up. That is a thing that's going on, and a lot of home brewers are worried. A lot of microbreweries are worried that they yeah. can't get it. Yeah, that's uh, a shame. So... Um, we flip over to the second side of our form, which is the scoring section. Cool. Let's do it. Again, we are scoring the Gastro 49 Pub and Eatery in Chesterton, Indiana. Cool. Our first scoring rubric, if you will, is ambiance, setting, and mood. Cool. I note that it was nice and clean. It was very artsy and trendy. Uh, you know who the who I could picture here is your friend Darren. You know he screams artsy to me, and he had that art show upstairs at Ricochet. He brought in, and okay, you know he lives in Miller, right? He lives in Miller, and that area is and pretty he, artsy. He's, uh, very. He's a big music nerd. He's uh, got a bunch of tattoos. He likes sneakers, and he wears big glasses. Yeah, those big glasses. And, um, we are unreasonably similar people. <laughs> we have a ridiculous amount in common. Um, you don't scream, but you don't scream the artsy. Like, he screams artsy, like with those glasses and the way he portrays himself in that. I wear big glasses and we dress exactly the same. Okay. <laughs> I don't see that. And also, that. like, I am sitting in a recording studio surrounded by instruments. Yeah, you're missing my whole point, but that's fine. So, um, anyway, I picture him sitting there and almost like he could be like a model for the restaurant sitting there eating. Okay. Um, the They had that cute outside deck that faced Calumet Avenue. It had plenty of seating. The music, you had mentioned this, was at appropriate level. The music was way too quiet, I think. You think it was but quiet? But I like my music very loud. Yeah. Um, and they were just playing a lot of safe stuff that is just, like, digestible that everyone likes. Like, it was... Songs that everyone was familiar with. Sure. Like, they played, like, Island in the Sun by Weezer and Post Malone and, like... Stuff that everybody knows. I'm like, oh, I don't mind. I think they played maybe like The Middle by Jimmy Eat World and 
uh, maybe like an Alicia Keys song or something. It was super diverse spread of music, but it's stuff that everyone's like, oh, I, I don't mind this being on. I don't have to turn this off, whatever. Exactly. I like that. So for ambiance setting a mood, I give Gastro 49 Pub a four. I'm going to go four as well. Um, the inside is really <clears throat> nothing I've never seen before. But the outside is stunningly beautiful. And that is really what like, kind of sealed it. it was, the outside is so, so cool. But yeah, that's that's what I got. So yeah, four. Four for me for that. So then we go on to value, and you can start the value part. Um, Their menu isn't crazy expensive, really. Um, The food is good. The portions are substantial as hell. I think you're getting a lot for what you pay going there, for sure, as far as quantity goes. Definitely, as far as quantity goes. Um, Nothing tastes bad. It was all, well, no, the, the cake wasn't good, but that's neither here nor there. Um, well, I guess it is here or there, because that's what we're doing. This um, is value, though, not taste. No, but that goes into, like, the price of the cake and how it is, it, whatever. Um, for value, I'm going to go for also, just because you get a lot of food, and it's a pretty it's pretty middle of the road Price is like it's kind of what you expect out of a place like this. It's not overpriced by any means. They're not gouging or anything. Um, and also with how much food costs are lately, um, it's uh, the pricing in there is pretty solid. That's exactly right. And, you know, I get to see this um, firsthand at work. Um, yeah, me too. For those that don't know, I'm in school fundraising and we sell the, the cheese and sausage and the candy bars and that type of thing in your local schools that are raising money. And the jump in costs of everything that we buy mm-hmm. has been through the wor- roof. For example, and we're talking costs here, the costs of I I don't remember it's a little jar candle went up five bucks five dollar costs so it's wide five dollars in additional to the original cost yeah yeah Jeez. so we have to pass that on you know right so everything has gone up the the sausage the beef prices have been crazy um the cheeses went up um. Our candy bars went up. Um, everything has gone up. So this is the time I told my partner, I said, if we don't raise our prices now, we're stupid because everybody has to, you know. Yeah. And so it's the help? same. We did. You have to. Oh, you have to. That's not even just in food. This will like be like a little quick exactly. side tangent thing. Earlier today, I was on my laptop. And I found, I like, I stumbled across, like, an old, like, not even super old. It was, like, a 2010, like, Guitar Center catalog. And I'm like, oh, this would be kind of neat to look through. Like, I haven't seen this stuff in a long time. And a, a standard made-in-Mexico Fender guitar currently is about $850. 2010 was 12 years ago. And back then, there were four ninety nine. They went up double and then some since then. They're still the same. Everything right now in the world costs way too much. Everything. Well, it's meeting up with the demand and that. It's Um, what you can do. You have to deal with it and just be cool with it. I also went for a score of four on value. Cool. Um, They had excellent serving sizes, plenty to take home. Went out of their way to me to make sure that you knew they made their stuff in house. That's very respectable. Yeah, for, I like that. For example, the chips, the fries, the pico de gallo, the cakes, etc. Uh, yeah, I appreciate that always. Uh, so yeah, the value for me was a four. Very cool. So then we go on to service, um, and I'm going to sound like a broken record here, but I'm giving the service a four. Uh, Tyler was pleasant and informative. 
our plates didn't pile up on the table. The only thing that I'll say is the food seemed to be slow coming out of the kitchen. Sure. Yeah. That's not necessarily a service thing, though. You know, like, she can't bring it out if it's not there. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, Um, I'm giving her a five. She was super nice. She was friendly. She wasn't in your face. But then when she was at the table, she was super personable and approachable. It was, like, the, the perfect balance of being present and not being overwhelming. Yeah. It was great. She was she was friendly. She was funny. Yeah, I can't have a single negative thing to say about that. I agree with you. So, yeah, that. she got a five yep. for me. So then we move on to presentation. I'll start that. Um, I'm going to go... How specific with decimals do we get? Is How specific as we want? You've gone to tenths, so... I'm going to go, like... <laughs> 3.8 here. Um, nothing was ugly at all. By any means, nothing was ugly. Um, everything worked. There definitely was, I mean, granted, it's just a gastropub and it's like elevated bar food. I totally get it. It's not the, the, the time and place for everything. That's probably not even the, the place for it. But a little bit of fun garnish or something here and there would be cool. You know what I mean? Just something, something. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. yeah, that's where I am. Just a, a little bit of something extra could be, could have been fun. But not necessary by any means, but it would have been cool. Yeah. So for presentation, I'm giving them a four. Um, <laughs> my sangria needed more fruit, and it didn't match the description on their menu at all. So, yeah. Uh, that was my negative. Um, the plates were very full, full of food. Um, and a big plus here, you know, for me, um, my burger was done perfectly. There was no pink in it at all. Sure. And that's very hard for some people to do. And they nailed it. And it tasted good, uh, perfectly seasoned. So a four for presentation. Cool. Then we go on to the big score. That's a score out of 10 for quality and taste. And this is you. No, I did that. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, for quality and taste, I give Gastropub an Gastropub 49 an 8. My burger was very well seasoned and tasty. The pulled pork mac and cheese was creamy and melty and delicious. I think that was my favorite thing, to tell you the truth. Um the soup, although delicious, lacked in execution. It had those flour clumps in it. And um, my chocolate Oreo cake was pretty disappointing to me. Sure. Yeah. I like my sweets, and you do. it didn't hit hit my sweet tooth there. So what you did for? I did an eight. It's out of ten. Oh, this is out of ten. Right, right. Okay. Um <coughs> So out of 10 for me for quality and taste, when I think of uh, no complaints with the tachos, no complaints with the mac and cheese, um, as far as the food goes, the food itself goes, um, no complaints with my burger, your soup, the flavor of your soup was insane. That yep. was the, the best tasting thing I had during that meal was that soup. Um, the cake was a huge bummer for sure. Um, am I missing anything? My drink was gorgeous and delicious. Your drink was beautiful to look at. Oh. Yeah, I like that a lot. I'm going to go eight as well here. All right. So when you add up my points, I get a total of 24. Divide that by six. And my score for Gastro 49 Pub and Eatery in Chesterton is a 4.0. For me, they got a 4.13 repeating. <laughs> so uh, I guess it's a, f a 4.1. Yeah, very good. Unless you want to hear about all them threes. A re really, really close scores. <clears throat> Solid again. score, actually. Yeah. That's that's not bad. Yeah. So <clears throat> if you're in Portage, go to Big Time Burgers and Brew. Mm-hmm. If you're in Chesterton, go to Gastro 49 Pub and Eatery. Um, if you want a, a little change, swap your places. And if you like one, you're going to like the other, in my opinion. Totally. Yep. Totally. 
Yeah. It's been a pleasure to do this episode with you. See Thanks. you again. I apologize for this. I have this little hacky cough all of a sudden that's popped up during this episode, and I apologize for that. No big deal. I should have probably had a glass of water. But, um, yeah, continue to email us with suggestions, uh, opinions. Um, our second promo on our merch store is ending tomorrow, so you won't hear this episode before then. But look for one to start on August 31st. First, and as always, we will promote that on our socials. Cool. Any um, closing remarks from we have one more episode co-host? left of this season? Um, crazy. We did three whole seasons already. It is. It's been a blast. Um, we have something kind of exciting to talk about at the beginning of probably before the launch of season four, but that's pretty cool. Um, it's actually decently huge. Um, you'll see. But yeah, I mean, that's about all I got. I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw out a wish list there. If you're listening to this and you're looking for, um, judges for a chili cook-off for a barbecue contest. Chili cook-offs are a... Spicy man's thing, and that is not for you. Not necessarily. I mean, there's different kinds of chili, and there's two of us. So, I'm not a spicy person. I'm, I like. You're getting there, though. Uh, you're better than I am. Yes, but I am in no position to eat tons of different spicy stuff and then give my opinion about it. There's no way. Anyway, you're missing my point. There's all kinds of things yes. that go on charity wise, and that. And if you're looking for. A judge, me and my co-hosts would be honored uh, to represent Tasty219 and be an honorary judge at your cook-offs. Anything. Or anything. Anything. Yeah, we would promote you on our show. Um, We would be so honored to judge your cook-offs or bake-offs. Or even if you are not a business doing that and you are just a person and you want to have some type of cook-off at your house, we will come to it, and we will judge it, and I will probably judge you. <laughs> but Basically, yeah. all I'm saying is give me some food. <laughs> well, don't, I'm, I'm not there for that, but... Uh, no, I that's, think that's, that's why I said that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm there for that. <laughs> but I, I think that would be a great extension of our show, and it be able to expose an event like that, as well as, uh, you know showcase the food uh, just another sure, extension sure. of the 219 show cool man yeah we we love doing what we do and we look forward to bringing you the final episode next week and uh, begin plans for season four cool yeah well yeah that's about uh this was a long one i think um that's about all i got for now so yeah. I guess we're out of here, huh? Yep. All right. Take her easy.